is a Grammy-nominated soulful songstress with a velvet voice. Say that five times fast. After recording the acclaimed East Side Story in 2006, she chose to part ways with her label and has been killing it as an independent artist ever since. Emily records her releases in her home alongside her partner, Jeremy Most, and we are left with beautiful, soulful, harmony-infused releases like The 7 EP and her latest, The Switch, which is now available in a deluxe edition. Right now, Emily is on tour throughout the country, and this Saturday she will play her third Chicago show of the week at Talia Hall. I was lucky enough to chat with Emily yesterday. What does the switch say about you that your past releases haven't said? Um, I think it solidifies um, where I'm at in my life right now. Musically, the different influences that have been involved with making this record, then some old, older music, but some more recent finds. And um, I, I don't know, I guess it's just a, a stamp in time for me. Um, reflection of where I'm at right now. What are some of the musical inspirations that you're feeling right now? Um, when we made the album, it was very, like, groove-driven. I had the experience of being on tour the past couple of years, and it made me kind of appreciate more upbeat and fun music. And so that was one of my... That was on my mind while I was making the record. I just wanted to have some grooves that, that would translate to the live show and, and just having fun with everybody. Don't mostly right uh-huh. how do the sounds and the vibes of an album how are they affected by where it's recorded do you think i think it changes a lot certainly like sound quality but there's also a charm to some of the mistakes that happen kind of when you're at home and you know outside sounds get on the track kind of adds a personality to the song sometimes there's also the the whole working at home like time management thing so you wake up and you kind of decide when your job's going to begin. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, how do you avoid distractions when you're working from home? It's challenging. It's challenging. I get up to pee a lot. And <laughs> I find that if I keep my, if I like get up and put on my makeup, if I put on my shoes, you know, that helps kind of like changes your mental work ethic. It's like, oh, I have my shoes on. I can't really relax. So that's, you can kind of trick yourself into being at work in your living room. Mm, interesting. That's good advice because I work from home a lot and oh, nice. I, I definitely have the days where I'm like, yeah, I could do this or I could just, you know, watch Netflix and no one would know. Good. You know, once you get in the, the rhythm of it, sometimes it's, some days are better than others, but you know, I'm so lucky to be able to do that. I'm going to try that next time, like putting on my shoes, like I'm going to have everything set. And then see how it happens. Emily told me there was one more thing I could try if putting on my shoes didn't work to get me motivated. A backpack? You feel like, you know, studious. Like you're on your way. Be 
What is your advice to people who want to take the plunge into pursuing their musical dreams? I guess in a nutshell, I would tell somebody to just make friends with people who they respect, who they admire what they do, and, um, yeah, just kind of pick their brain. I, a lot of the wonderful things that happen in my career are from musicians and other other people who are doing what I do. And um, it's important to support each other. So I, I would just find the people who you respect and um, learn from them. Can you tell me a little bit about your partner, Jeremy, and why you think you guys work together so well? I find that Jeremy is very, has a lot of integrity as a, as a person and a musician. And um, he's very brutally honest with me. Um, and I, you know, me as well with him, but I, I think that I'm thankful for that because the person you collaborate with, I think that you should be totally honest. And I guess that's why we get on so well. I mean, you know, I, I just love what he does. I trust his ideas and we, we just work well together. I know we just vibe. I was lucky. He subbed for my guitar player years ago when I was on the record label. And mm-hmm. that's kind of. From then on, we've been trying to figure out this sound together. Throughout your career, how have you balanced your relationship with music and then your other relationships like romantic, friendships, family? Everything kind of revolves around the music. The, the other relationships are sacrificed for, for the music. I feel like I have kind of duty to, to create, you know. I, I'm sure a lot of artists feel that way. But all of my family are artists too, so I think... We are all in this artist mentality and, and trying to create things for this world. And so they they understand when when the music takes up a lot of my time and vice versa. But it's also fed those relationships in a lot of ways, too. And I've met so many great people from playing music. So there's a balance. just watched your latest video with Titus Burgess and I just have to know what was that like how did you guys how did that happen I love him oh my gosh he is such a badass he I mean I was a fan of his and then I guess we met on Twitter and we had some mutual friends and then I came out to one of his Pino events and we just I don't know felt like you know we've known each other for years and when I was writing the song B-Y-I-M-M by You, I Mean Me, I just kept seeing his face, singing his words, because the song for me is just about 
it's about sarcasm and attitude and you you know you're sarcastically placing the blame on your lover and I thought man he would be amazing so I asked him to do it and we scheduled a day in Brooklyn and my good friend Shervin Lanez directed it and it just came together I don't know if he was trying to do an impression of you, but there's like one point where he does a little sort of dance move and it just it just looked like it was just so on point. I wasn't sure who was a fan of who first, but it was great. I would recommend everyone watch that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he had us it just laughing the whole day. It was amazing. You're playing at Talia Hall on Saturday night with Jamie Woods. I will be there. I am very excited. Um, and Yay! I believe there's still tickets available. So yeah, there are still tickets available, and um, really, really excited about it. A million thanks to Emily King and everyone at Red Light Management. All of the music in this podcast is Emily's. You can find more on her website, emilykingmusic.com. Thanks to WGN Radio, Hard Times Productions, and my fellow Emily King enthusiast, Tim O'Pooley. I'm Rachel Woodall, and this has been Artistic License. Until next time, thanks for listening.